Good afternoon with KSOM and KS95 News. I'm Tom Robinson. The Carroll County Sheriff's Office reports the arrest of a former ICAM Manning teacher on Friday for multiple sexual abuse charges. Following an investigation by the Carroll County Sheriff's Office, the Manning Police Department, and the Carroll County Attorney's Office, 24-year-old Cassidy Sue Branning Krause of Westside, Iowa, has been arrested and charged with the following. Sexual abuse in the third degree, a Class C felony, two counts of lascivious acts with a child, both Class C felonies, and three counts of dissemination of obscene materials to a minor, all serious misdemeanors. According to the press release, it is alleged that while employed as a teacher at ICAM Manning School, Kraus engaged in multiple orientated acts with three students, the youngest 13 years old. Kraus posted the $10,000 bond the following morning and was released from jail. Creston police arrested a Creston woman on assault charges on Sunday. According to the report, 24-year-old Kimberlyn Callie Baker Rank was arrested at Creston Union County Law Enforcement Center and charged with assault. Authorities later released her on a $300 bond. Police also report the arrest of 24-year-old Allie Ray Butler of Creston at the Creston Union County Law Enforcement Center on a Des Moines Police Department warrant for damage to property and fourth-degree criminal mischief. Des Moines police extradited Butler to the Polk County Jail, where she is held on no bond. Well, a Stewart man was arrested after officers were called to report of a domestic assault on Saturday. The Stewart Police Department charged 53-year-old Donald James Noggle with two counts of domestic assault causing injury, false imprisonment, obstruction of emergency communications, interference with official acts, criminal mischief fifth degree, and public intoxication. Noggle was released on his own recognizance after his initial appearance. And the Glenwood Police Department reports three arrests. Thomas Wentz, 30, of Fremont, Nebraska, was arrested Saturday for OWI. He posted a $1,000 cash bond. Tabitha Kruger, 33, of Glenwood, was arrested Saturday for OWI first offense. Kruger posted the $1,000 cash bond. And Nathalia Hernandez, 28, of Ralston, Nebraska, was arrested today for possession of drug paraphernalia. Hernandez posted the $300 cash bond. Well, Council Bluffs police are on the lookout for a missing woman. Authorities say 41-year-old Rebecca Stock was last seen on October 16th in Council Bluffs' Twin City neighborhood. Stock was last seen wearing a dark blue Chicago Bears hooded sweatshirt. She is described as a white female, 5'2", 160 pounds. The Council Bluffs police and her family are concerned about her whereabouts. Anyone with information is asked to call 911 of the criminal Investigation Division at 712-328-4728. One person was killed and another injured in two-vehicle crash in Polk County. The Iowa State Patrol says the accident happened at 1.38 a.m. on Sunday on I-80 near the 133-mile marker. Authorities say 40-year-old Kimberly Louise Barnhart died in the crash. 51-year-old William Barnhart suffered injuries. Both are from Pleasantville. According to the report, William Barnhart drove an eastbound 2019 Kia Optima and rear-ended a 2024 Freightliner semi-tractor. The impact caused the Kia to flip onto its top, sliding to rest in the center lane. The semi-tractor, driven by 40-year-old Christopher J. Reese of Illinois, pulled the semi onto the shoulder. Johnston Rescue transported William Barnhart to Methodist Hospital. Kimberly Barnhart was taken to the state medical examiner's office. 
Well, Southwest Iowans are eager to explore local foods and are invited to attend a one-day summit, including educational sessions from regional speakers, featured businesses along Avoca's Main Street, locally sourced food, and networking time. This free event is hosted by the Center for Rural Affairs and Golden Hills RCND. Mandy Billings reports. The Southwest Iowa Local Food Summit is scheduled for Friday, November 10th from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. at various businesses in Avoca with registration at Avoca Veterans Community Center. The summit includes real-time interpretation from English to Spanish. This event is for local food producers, food service directors, teachers, local food advocates, community members, and anyone engaging in the local food sector. There will also be an indoor market where people can shop from local farmers. Topics covered during the summit include farm to school, grants and funds available for local foods and farmers, rural grocery store initiatives, farm stories, and more. Featured speakers include Denise O'Brien from Rolling Acres Farm, Sarah Tannis and Apple Amos of Food Corps, Iowa, Jasmine Brooks of Iowa Healthy Estate Initiative, and Natasha Hegman of Practical Farmers of Iowa, and more. Breakfast and lunch will be catered by Milk and Honey of Harlan. Registration is required by November 8th. Contact Angeline Wang by emailing angelinw at cfra.org or call 402-870-1721. Travel stipends are available to farmers from the Iowa counties of Monona, Crawford, Harrison, Shelby, Pottawatomie, Cass, Mills, Montgomery, Fremont, Carroll, Audubon, and Page. I'm Eddie Bellings, reporting. Well, the Iowa Department of Natural Resources reminding hunters to be safe for hunting season. Hunter Education Coordinator for the Iowa Department of Natural Resources, Jamie Cook, says many injuries happen this time of year. There have already been three injuries and one death this season. Cook's tips to be safe are coming up with a hunt plan and remembering the Ten Commandments of Firearm Safety. People wanting to hunt must take a hunter education class to buy a hunting license. Now, the Ten Commandments of Hunting are these. Don't step on anything you can step over. Don't look for deer. Look for movement. And remember, that's what they're looking for, too. Always approach from downwind in the cool of the day. Move uphill. In the day's heat, move downhill. And the best camouflage pattern is sit down and be quiet. Your grandpa hunted deer in a red plaid coat. Think about that for a second. Take only the gear to the field, allowing you to hunt longer, harder, and smarter. A rainstorm isn't a reason to quit the hunt. It's a reason to stay. Camouflage your appearance, your sound, and your scent. Be sure of your shot. Nothing is more expensive than regret. And hunt where the deer are, not where you'd imagine them to be. And next year's hunt begins the minute after this season hunt ends. Atlantic School Board will hold a special meeting on Wednesday. The board will discuss a school policy primer updates, board members and social media use, discuss policy and discipline for students making threats of violence or causing incidents of violence. The board will also discuss and act on an early retirement plan, aviation program offerings, and Atlantic City's request for a small park by the high school. The board will also discuss a middle school wrestling room. Under the action items, the board will act on out-of-state trips for the speech team and the FFA National Convention and recommendations to hire Corrine Risen, paraeducator and Chu Keys translator, and the first reading on a couple of board policies. That meeting starts at 5.30 at the Central Office Conference Room. Republican presidential candidates are on the Iowa campaign trail, and at Iowa City, 
On Friday, GOP candidates spoke on foreign policy issues, including the Israel-Hamas war. For South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley held nothing back as she weighed in on the war in the Middle East. I will say, first thing I said to Netanyahu when this happened was finish them. Finish them. Don't ever forget what happened. Meanwhile, Haley also stressed that President Biden should do whatever it takes to free the hundreds of hostages still being held by Hamas. In Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis criticized President Biden's plan to send humanitarian aid to Gaza and said as president he'd revoke student visas of anyone who attended pro-Palestinian rallies. And fellow White House hopeful uh, Ramaswamy opposed such harsh rhetoric, saying a ground invasion in Gaza would be bad for both Israel and the United States. Drivers charging electric vehicles at municipal chargers in Iowa City will now pay more. The city has a new EV charging tax in place. Drivers will pay an additional tax of $0.16 per kilowatt hour at chargers in 12 city-owned parking ramps. The city says the tax will allow them to break even on EV chargers. Iowa introduced the electric fuel utility tax earlier this year. Well, Christmas is two months away, but the holiday shopping is already getting started. We're starting to see more and more consumers start to want to shop in October or earlier. Yeah, Thomas McMillan heads the Center for Retailing Studies at Texas A&M. He says over the past several years, Black Friday has turned into Black November. Now it's even earlier. The National Retail Federation says those celebrating the winter holidays expect to spend $875 this year on gifts, decorations, and food. I'm Tom Robinson. Have a great afternoon.